whole life. So for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So for the art, that's why I'm so nice. You wanna you wanna introduce us? Man up. Welcome to Man Up Podcast episode probably 94. Probably. Probably. This is your host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman Reeves, with my co-host, Jake, the Mississippi Superman, Jake Reeves again, and our new co-host. Oh, it's guest, not new co-host. Our co-guest. Yeah. Yes. I'm not good at this anymore. I used to be really good at this. (laughs) It was fun because I would just spout off a bunch of crazy stuff. Josh Horner. Mr. Superfan Josh Horner, raffle ticket winner, super fan podcast joiner today. How's it going, man? Good, super good, super good. fan. Glad to be here. Yeah, I was. I was. I was uh, and then your favorite, your favorite uh, co-host wasn't here today. So how do you right. feel about that? Oh, is Wes your favorite co-host? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're the favorite host, and then Wes the favorite co-host. Where does that leave you? I'm third. Out of three? Yeah. The same thing as last. Yeah. I wasn't gonna go there. That's last place, yeah. dog. That's last. That's He's last, last place. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's like saying you came in second in a boxing match. Yeah. Like I came in I've second in a fight. <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I have too. It happens. I have too. I came in second in MMA fight, a boxing match, a race with you only lost two a boxing people. Match? Mm, two and one. Really? Uh huh. I lost the main event fight here in, at the Trotter against Anthony Stewart. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Must not have been present. He went on to be he's pretty good though. I mean, you, he's got a good record. You I mean, won every boxing match I've ever been to. I've only had three. I know, I've only been, been in two, two. I guess. I'm in two. I, maybe I'm the glue, dog. Yeah, maybe you just got to be there. Yeah. I try to avoid thinking like that. I'm super anti-superstition. <laughs> I'm super anti-superstition. A lot of fighters are superstitious, and they're like, oh, if I don't have my lucky underwear. Yeah, you don't, don't want to have, have a reason. I don't want to have, a re- I don't wanna have no. some, something else to mess my head up. Because I don't know if y'all know this. I was talking to Alan about it uh, this week, because we were talking about getting him on the podcast. Okay. And... um. He was positive about talking about next weekend, but we already have somebody next weekend. So anyway, we're trying to work around it. Um, he's in Vegas this weekend for Brandon's fight. And anyway, um, I was like, you know, man, I don't know if like, <laughs> I don't know if fighting's for me, because like I'm really not, I really don't like it. And yeah. he was like, nobody likes it. And I was like, well, why do we do it? <laughs> he's like, you know, it's, it's more of like a lifestyle thing. Like I enjoy training, and I enjoy, and it made a lot of sense to me when he said that. Like I enjoy having a reason to watch my diet. I enjoy having a reason to like having the, the, the lifestyle of getting up and training every morning and training every night and perfecting my craft. And then the, the, the fight is just a, a way to test yourself. Right. And very few people are having fun. Yeah. How well you're doing in your diet and, yeah. and training. And most of the ones who do enjoy it are not like the Good. best fighters, right. you know? That makes sense. I mean, even you look at like Nate Diaz, he said a million times, he does not like it. He, it's not fun. You know, when you get it, the nerves are so bad. Winning is fun. Right. Okay, winning is fun. But, like, that's literally – the walkout is fun. Well, I've done the walkout. Hype music, get yeah. you all pumped up. And the pop of the crowd. You. Can y'all see my sweatiness on the on, no. the, on the camera? Okay. No. It's on your I, back. It's dead center of your back. I drank a bang before this episode, dude, and I feel like I did an eight ball of Coke. What flavor was Without it? the dopamine, mm-hmm. the peach mango. Oh, that's a good one, too. It was a good one. It was my favorite one so far, but golly. Did you chug it? I probably drank it faster than I normally do. That's probably what it was. Have you, have you been, have you, I see you're like not doing anything bad this month, supposedly, or not lately. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, back. I'm doing a little you, more caffeine. Are you all, oh, you're not off caffeine. No. I'm still drinking. Yeah, I'm doing more caffeine than I normally do. Why? Just to stay in there? Uh, I guess because 
I'm not doing anything else and to give me that little extra motivation to work out. And like I'm like I'm only doing it before workouts in the morning. I mean you're doing nothing but caffeine right now. Yeah. I'm not no alcohol, no anything else. I'm only I'm 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 staying completely sober for a little while. I don't know that I'm going to do the whole month, but What's the goal? No goal. Or there's no uh, part of it. Part of it for me is just like change to know that I can. Oh, you just want to see if you relying on anything. Right. I got like I don't I don't want to mentally feel like I'm dependent <clears throat> on something. I don't want to feel like if I don't drink or if I don't I think a lot of people end up kind of using I I felt that I was using substances at times as a crutch. Oh yeah. And I don't like that. I don't like feeling like I'm using something as a crutch. And also, especially with the, my preferred substance, which is not alcohol, but especially my preferred substance, um, it's very hard to be productive when you're on it for you're me. Just slow as hell. It makes me very slow. It makes me very, um, you know, because I'm not much Lax. of a drinker, but I'm, I like, I like, I like that Mary Jane, you know. And oh, yeah. um, it got to where I was just doing it every day. And, I got to where I couldn't sleep without it. I mean, maybe you should just do something different then right now. Maybe, like, try some meth or something. You know what I mean? I just feel like, well, the thing is, meth is going to do the opposite of what I want it to do. Dang. I need something to bring me back down. Okay. What about Xanax? I don't. I just don't want to be on anything right now. Oh, you're just trying to do it just cold yeah, turkey. I don't want to be on anything. I want to. Human man. Yeah, I want to, like, test myself and see, like. Are you having trouble sleeping? But not to take anything to bring uh, you down? I was at first. I am some nights. But honestly, not as much as I thought. Because I got to where I thought the only way I could sleep is if I smoked. Okay. And that's not the case anymore. Or vaped, you know. Well, let me tell that's you. being dependent comes in. You don't right, want to be Right. I don't want to be dependent. I want to be able to, like, yeah. I don't want anything that's going to, like, cause me to feel like I have to have something. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know. If I could do it, I probably wouldn't mind. I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? I've always been one of these guys who's like, yeah, I, I, I'm just not, a, I don't have an addictive personality. You know what? I but. do, but not to substances. All right. Like, I I'm, I have an obsessive personality, but not an addictive personality. So I get, I get on these kicks, dude, where, like, I get on topics. All right. So I'll get into my fitness really heavy, or I'll get into, like, studying psychedelics, or I'll get into, like, certain mindset principles or jujitsu or whatever and it's all i can think about i wish i could do that well the, i feel the, well, like the, i don't care about anything the problem with right. it is the problem with it is um it takes over your life i can't think about anything else yeah so like my if it's not if i'm not obsessed with my business my business will slip i'll be okay with it just you know but not completely completely like you said but some you know be like you know what i wish i really cared about my fitness more than I do. Can't do it. I can't do it some. I know. I can't do I can't just, I can't care about something a little bit. It's all in or all out. Yeah, it's the only, it's the only way I can do right. it. I'm either, I'm either 100% focused and, I, and I'm trying to like work on that. Yeah. I'm trying to Ed Milet thing. He's got this thing where like he breaks up his day into parts into six hour sections and use it as a totally different day. Hmm. So I'm going to be like, he, he's like, I'm going to be really productive in this six hours. Then I'll look back and see, okay, what did I do in that six hours? Next six hours, I do something else, and I look back at how productive was I in that six hours. The next six hours, he does it again. He lives out his life six hours at a time, and then sleeps for six hours. Nice. And uh, I mean, I could probably do that. It 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 takes a lot of discipline. Like you got to be really like, could you do that every day? Right. Doing it one day is not hard, but doing it every day, it's like okay, yeah. I got to be I got to be really disciplined and on top of it. So golly, I'm sweating. 
Let's <laughs> calm down. It. Let's calm down now. I don't see it at all. It's still, forehead. Yeah. It's not even glistening. Stuff. Yeah. You're not glistening at all. Okay. Good. So the camera can't see it. Oh, stop calling yourself out. Uh, why? Oh, oh boy! Oh, there it is! There it <laughs> there is! There it is! There it is. He says, "Why?" There it because is! Dog. There it is! <laughs> if you look, you will find it. Oh man, yeah, I'm. And just, that's a light shirt too. I'm yeah. just saying, you know, bro. If you stop talking about your sweating, you might stop sweating. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not too worried about people at home seeing me sweat. Really, no. Everybody's like, "Oh, he probably did an eight ball of coke." I mean, he does sweat for a living. He's a and I'm a sweater too. He's a sweaty sweater. Not as in like something you wear to a Christmas party. <laughs> But Ugly like sweater. as a person that that sweats oh, a lot, it's I'm not, not I'm not the worst that I've met, but I'm up there. Oh, I know people who by eight o'clock are shirt and pants soaking wet. I, I'll yeah. be that way sometimes That's when I'm working. Work. Wow, by noon for sure. Like by, when if I'm when I was working like construction, by lunch I needed to change clothes. Really? By lunch I was just completely soaked <laughs> through everything, and I needed to put on a new new change of clothes because I'd don't. be just drink. I couldn't. It, what would suck was I would always need to change clothes to go to lunch because I couldn't sit in a restaurant or anything All in the air conditioner because I'd sit there and freeze to death yeah. and be uncomfortable, feel nasty. Hated it. That's why a lot of days at work, I'll sit outside on lunch. Yeah. I don't want to sit in the break room where the air conditioning's on because I'm soaking wet. Right. And it just it sticks to you and you just feel irritated. I'd rather not even take a break and just continue to work. All right. Or I'll change my shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel that. I, I don't have that problem. No matter what, like the only good thing about me having that problem is it makes cutting weight easier. Middle of summer, I don't cut weight anymore. So middle matter. of summer, I don't have that problem. Really, I don't sweat hardly ever, and it's kind of a it's kind of a curse too because you think about not sweating, and it's hot, and you sweat, and it helps cool you. All right, cools your body I allegedly. I guess. That's that's what your it's so body humid here. Like really, it's not the water; it's the evaporation that cools you off. Yeah, and around here, it's so humid it doesn't really evaporate right, yeah. off. No. You know, I mean, just I'm just saying, like, I don't have, I don't have that defense mechanism really, because I don't sweat enough to, to cool me. I, I guess it's not a terrible thing. I mean, I guess it's probably a double-edged here. sword. You know what I mean? For on both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little sweatier than I wish that I was. I wish I was a little less sweaty. Man, uh, that comment I made a so. <sighs> I was thinking about this this week. So a lot of times, a lot of the content that we put out during the week is like just shorts of the podcast. Right. Like we usually do at least a couple of like little short clips <clears throat> from the podcast. And um, I don't actually pick what gets put out. Right. Mo will like take little timestamps down while we're doing it and send it to our editor. and Like, hey, go look at these times, see if th- this makes a good clip or not. And um, they'll post these clips and sometimes people just tear me apart. You know what I mean? Like on YouTube and stuff. Um, doesn't bother me that much. It's just really funny because, like, they'll be like, it's funny to me when people are like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's your point? I know I don't know what I'm talking what about. What is your fucking point? <laughs> it's man. a podcast. Like, literally, I when I'm on here, I'm just saying whatever comes to mind. Right. It's not a fucking seminar, dude. I, I'm not, I'm not filtering at all. Like, if you get offended by what somebody says on a podcast, one of two things is the case. You're either stupid or a pussy. Because I want to say both. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like for one thing, if you're – if I made that comment about, like, how rich people you would use their money. Like, if you had $200,000, you own a $200,000 house, invest the money, right. don't, don't pay your house off, whatever. Um, and a lot of people are like, that's the stupidest advice ever. And it's like, okay, if you're better off than me – 
you shouldn't take my advice. All right. Like I, well, so what's the I'm problem? Not, I'm not trying to like tell you how to live your life. Right. I'm just telling you how what, you would live your life, or what other people that have that more money than me have told do, yeah. me. Right. You're just you're just speaking what you what you've heard what you know. Right. I don't I don't know that I'm right. Do. I don't know that I know anything. I don't know. You know, like one of the ones where I do feel like I know what I'm talking about was the probably. The most negative comments on any of my videos was a $75 a month gym membership video where I was like, if your coach is charging you $75 a month for a gym membership, he's either dumb and charging you, undercharging you, or you train at a crappy gym. Yeah. And everybody's like, well, I train at this gym that's $75 a month, and it's not crappy. And I'm like, uh-huh, I gave an out. They're yeah. undercharging you. I already right. said this. Yeah, right. I already said that. Like, I'm not <laughs> saying that every gym that charges $75 or less a month is crappy. I'm saying that they're either crappy or, or they're not charging charge. you enough money. Right. And this is purely a subjective comment. <laughs> okay? But here's the reason why they're I believe that. Stupid. Was yeah. I know a lot of coaches <laughs> who charge more than that and still have to work 60, 70 hours a week to make ends meet oh, because wow. their gym doesn't make any money. Every coach that I know that charges even up to like $99, like very, I know very few that are charging less than $99 a month and the coach is able to like make that their job. Really? I don't know any that have ever done it. I don't know a single one. I'm not saying that they don't exist. I've just right. never met them. And I just know that when I was charging $75 a month, I couldn't do it. How much is it here a month now? Like 150 Okay. That sounds pretty cheap. Yeah. I mean, to me it is. I mean, but if you don't think so, right. then don't come. Don't come. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I know how much it costs for me to run my business. You know, I know how many people I can have on the mat at a time. I, don't, I, I've, I know all the metrics of how many are going to show up out of, if I have this many members, usually about 80% are going to use the membership within 30 days. Oftentimes more. The 20% are eventually going to leave. So all of the people who are coming are going to be the people who stay. If they don't come, they usually don't stay because it's too expensive for them to keep paying if they're not coming. They're going to figure out a way to keep, keep, uh, quit paying me. Um, I mean, I usually just cancel if they don't want to come here, but don't, don't use I mean, that. You got to pay for equipment. You got to pay for rent. You got to pay for <laughs> life. You got to pay yourself to train somebody. My rent and my power alone is $7,000. A month? Okay, a month. Here? Yeah. My power bill, my, my rent is a little under 5000 My power bill usually runs about 2000 You should stop turning so many lights on, bro. I mean... We can't have. I mean, the lights have got to be on, dog. Take one. That's ball business, batting. dog. It's business hours only, too. Yeah, and podcast hours. Yeah, we don't turn them on any other time. Wow. What What is the hours? Like we we Weekly. open at like eleven a.m. and we okay. close at nine p.m. That's not even that bad. I guess it is a big. But it's building, the it's though. the AC that gets. It's yeah. not the lights. Ah, I got you. It's the AC cool heating and cooling this monster. Yep. I got you. I mean, it is it's a twelve thousand square feet. Yeah. This is a ten thousand square foot room with high ceilings, yep. and then the whole place is twelve thousand square foot, and the ceilings are like. 12, 14 feet high, and yeah. it's an old metal building, and it just, it costs Open a floor plan. Yeah, it costs a lot to heat and cool this place. Um, not to mention, I spend around eight thousand a month at least on payroll. Two months out of the year, we I spend uh, twelve thousand because Should we're be paid bi-weekly. And it, a lot of people don't know this. Okay, if you're if you are on salary, it's smarter for your boss to pay you twice a month than bi-weekly because if you think Save twice money. a month, yeah, it does. Because if you think if they pay you Twice a month, 12 times 2 is 24. Yep. You get 24 paychecks out of the month. But if I pay you every other week, there's 52 weeks yep. in a year. Yep. 
okay? <laughs> and then you divide that by two. It, it, so it's like I have – there's two more paychecks a year that yeah. I have to give you if I pay you bi-weekly. Yep. Right. I pay my people most, most – other than Mo, I pay all my people either hourly or by the class, so it doesn't matter. But um, so two, that means two months out of the year. And I, I'm paid monthly. Like I'm not paid. Like the people pay the gym monthly, not weekly or bi-weekly. Right. So I – so the months that it hits me where my payroll goes up by four or $5,000 – I don't make more money on those months, right? You know, so I have to I have to kind of factor that into what I'm charging, and the program. That's how I'm we offering. get paid. So yeah, yeah, we get that extra check every three months. Or whatever. Yeah, we right. get it every yeah, twice a week. But that's what a lot of companies are doing, is they're yeah. paying you all right the first and the fifteenth. Right. So like month. what the government does. That's why they do it. They right. get out of two paychecks they, a year. They actually, in the end process, you think about it, you're working for almost like three dollars an hour for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. They're making money. You're, you're losing down. You're losing yeah, you're, money. You're losing. You're losing two at least is it two or three checks a year, whatever yeah. it is. But it's several. Yeah. You know. So anyway, um, I just yeah. I just know how much it costs for me to. And when I was charging less, I wasn't making money, and I had way less overhead. My rent was only like eleven hundred a month, and I couldn't make ends meet. You know. So that's insane. I mean, you just or I was very struggling. <laughs> Heavily, because I mean, not everybody wants to do this. But location too right. makes a big ass difference, right? So you're on the like, no, it doesn't. No? I went through, and <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, I went through and I looked at my numbers. The most profitable I've ever been was before I moved here. Really? Yeah, right before I moved over here. on Alabama Street. Mm-hmm. I was way more profitable. I had lower, I had less overhead. I had fewer employees. I had way less in rent. I had way less in power. I'm talking like a quarter of the power bill. About a quarter. Everything was about a quarter of what it is now, except for payroll. And um, my billing was only a few thousand dollars difference than what I was bringing in. Same size just, building or no, way smaller. Way, way smaller. smaller. The thing is, Less though, is half, I'm kind of right? coming to a place where I need to do something else with my space because I don't want to have to manage. I don't like being in here when there's like a whole bunch of different classes going on. I don't really like that. I just it's hard for me to find coaches, and if I do find enough coaches to cover it, everybody's kind of overworked, and so I'm kind of. I'm moving back to my old system where I only have two classes going on at one time slot a day. And so I have a lot of empty, useless space that right. we're not using, you know. And so I could, I would be fine with like a 4,000 square foot building. That's honestly probably what I'm going to, yeah. But I just resigned my lease here. So I'm thinking about like, what am I going to do with the rest of the space? For a year? Not, no, for four years. Four years? Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not getting, you're not getting one year leases on commercial property usually. Okay. You got never it. rented it, so I wouldn't know. But uh, yeah. why don't you just build a space? Have you thought about it or no? Well, I mean, where would I build it? I don't know. That'd I don't be, know that. That'd be I mean, question number one: is I got to find a good, sp- I got to find a good location, right? Good piece of land. I've got to then purchase that piece of land. Then I've got to go through the, the process of going through the bank to get the money to to we build a space that big. It. I mean, it would be about a million dollar project. Um, Worth it. Before. I mean, right, but I don't have the access to a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, you do. You know, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm, I might if I talk to the bank. And I mean, just call I would me. Have to, call me, bro. I'd have to. I, I don't really want to do that, to be honest with you. I'd a lot rather, I've tried to buy this building before, but the, my landlord's not interested in selling. I don't know that I could come up with the money. I'd have to find an investor and do some other things. He's probably making more money. I'm sure. Man, yeah, he's had it forever. It it's probably paid off. Right, just you know, straight cash money now. Probably, huh? I bet it is. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I have no idea, but you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just. But the the point that I'm making is the one thing that I do know about my my most controversial clip 
was about the one topic that I do know something, know a lot right. about. Like I, yeah. I have lots of experience in this one area. Even some, I had some people that I even know make some comments that, uh, that you know, and it pissed them off or whatever. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know what Why? to tell you, bro, because yeah. that because they were charging that much, and I was calling them stupid or crappy, you know. And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you were offended. Like I just, it's my opinion. I don't. It's just an opinion. It is yeah. what it is. I mean, and if you, here's the thing. If you're doing it just purely for the love of the game and you don't mind working a job and not making any money from coaching, um, that's fine. That's cool. I don't care. Like, I'm not I'm not telling you have to make money. Right. But I'm telling you that, I mean, in my opinion, if I'm good at something and I love something and I want to make it what I do, I don't want to work a job that I hate so that I get to go coach at night and not see my family at Ever. all. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, I, as much as I love the game and – it's just not what I want to do. Like I'd rather, I'd rather give a hundred percent and and have some time with my family and and make money and be happy and that's just me. You know, I know yeah, that's not everybody. Your time and what you love, right? And make money from it, right? You know what I mean? I don't. The win -win. difference between me and a lot of other people with in this topic, and especially in the martial arts community, <clears throat> a lot of them have the belief that money is evil. Like, and it's subconscious. They're like a lot you know, of poor people believe that. Though. A lot of poor people. That's yep. why they're poor, yep. in my opinion. A lot of poor people believe that. And that's why they stay poor forever. So stupid. So stupid. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of belief systems like that that are very very common yeah. that people don't even know are like holding them back. I I still have, have them too. Really? It's hard for me to overcome the belief system. Like it, it's it's more it's I guarantee you that every single person in this room right now has a has an ingrained limiting belief about money that is keeping you poor. I promise you. I promise you, every everybody in this room does. Hit me with a okay. Um, guys yeah. who are super proud to be blue collar. Yep. So if you ever get to a point in your life where you can stop being blue collar, you won't, because you it's part of your identity. So you are. I'm super proud to work with my hands for a living. <laughs> so now, when you if you start a business where let's say you're a uh, contractor, and I'm super proud of the fact that I swing hammers all day and I work with my hands like a man. Okay, and this is my opinion. When you get to the point, I saw it with my dad. My dad started a real estate company, and when he got to the point where he was so busy that he was doing stuff that he could have hired somebody else for ten dollars an hour for, he could he never could let himself stop doing those ah, tasks. I see what you're saying. He had to keep doing those tasks, and wasn't, in my opinion, was not doing the tasks that could have let him keep building the company. Right, he was right. so caught up, and part of it was just having the money to pay those guys at times. But he was so caught up, and then his brother and me and his nephew, all of us that worked for him. We gave him so much crap if he sat in the office. Really? Yeah, we called him. We called him white collar. You know, <laughs> like, hey, what, Mister White Collar? You know, Mister <laughs> Mister Don't want to work for a living. You know what I mean? Damn. Because we felt, you know, we it was in it was an internal subconscious jealousy right. of like, well, he's he's getting to sit up in the office, and what we don't realize is his time's worth more than ten, fifteen dollars an hour. Right. Yeah, he don't yeah. need to be doing something that he could pay some dummy ten, fifteen dollars an oh, hour yeah. to do. It's true. You know, but that's a that's the ingrained belief. Same thing when you see people, and I'm not saying that y'all have this one. If you see some dude riding around in a Lamborghini, and I still do this, I'll see some guy, especially if he's younger than me, and he rides around in a Lamborghini, and I'm like, douchebag, probably daddy's money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. big jacked-up-ass trucks or yep. something, oh, yeah. young kid. Limiting belief. Yeah. No one knows what he money. did. No yep. one knows what he does. For all you know, he might be a he might be a – uh, a cryptocurrency yeah. millionaire. He might have started a company. You don't know if he's yeah, been in daddy's gamer, money to anything. get that. For all you know, 
Who knows? He but might that, be an engineer, but when you see him, you're like, dude, that is money. We, we, we hate money. him because we don't yeah. have that. We hate him because we don't have it. Yeah, There's no reason to hate that dude. Nope. But I do. I do. And I I caught myself when I was in Scottsdale, Arizona. I saw more supercars there than I've ever seen anywhere else in my life. I've never really been around rich white people like that. I didn't. So I'm from down here in the in the country, you know what I mean? Right. And it's different kinds of white people that live here than live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Right. It's yeah. just different types different of white shade. people. Yeah. Different and, shade, yeah. And and the, they're crunchy. They yeah. just crunchy white people. They're, you know, vegan, they do yoga, and fitness is big there, so I like that. Um they're just built a little bit different. The culture there's a little bit different. Everybody in there's driving a Corvette or a or a, I saw a bunch of Porsche and Lamborghinis, Ferraris, you know, there was a bunch of really nice cars. Everybody there had money. I guarantee you there's probably nobody living there that's if they're not at a hundred thousand a year, they're close. Like right. that's probably the starter starting position right. for that area. You know what I mean? Um and it costs more to live there because of it. But um I saw this kid getting out of uh I believe it was a I think it was a Lamborghini, had has had his Lambo door propped up and he looked like he was probably twenty four and I looked at him, I was riding around on a scooter and uh I looked at him and I'm like that douche. And then I called myself. I was like, "Damn, yeah, I'm hater. being a hater." You're a fucking hater. I don't even dog. know this kid. I don't even know this kid. For all I know, this kid is a hustler, right. millionaire. Started a business and sold it at the age of thirteen. It, right? Who knows, know. dude? Who knows? He might. He might be a content creator. He might be. He might have a podcast, a YouTube channel, an MMA gym, and be making millions right. from it. Right. Exactly like I'm right trying spot. to do. And he just, you know, and I'm sitting here hating on this dude for chasing <laughs> his dream. And you know what? Here's another that thing. Sucks. Even if it is daddy's money. Who cares? Who cares? It ain't got nothing to do with you. Yeah. Look, I hope to God that one day my kids can ride around in something that they bought with daddy's money. Absolutely. That's what we all want for ourselves, right? That's American dream. So really what you're doing, you're hating on some dude's kid that worked his butt off or grandkid that worked his butt off. You know, like. For sure. Just because it's not you. Who Quit being a hater, dude. But I catch myself doing it all the time, man. And it goes back to, I was talking to my son. I quit letting my son watch YouTube. Because he watches these things, and it, I think I believe that the videos he's watching, um, what's the thing called? Darman. Y'all know who Darman is? No, he does. He does these it. little skits, and I believe he's trying to do something good. And he'll show like the rich man, and the rich man's a jerk, and he's mean to the homeless people. And then it shows some other dude who's poor. The homeless person will come up and make a little bit of money. And then, it, it, anyway, it just it paints people with money in very poor lighting. Oh, yeah. And you see this constantly in social media, in TV, whatever. And then they paint people who um, are poor in, in good lighting. You know what I mean? Because, like, right. good people, poor people are good people, and rich people are bad people. And I was talking to my six-year-old the other day, and he was like, uh, he was like well, you know, Daddy, uh, rich people are, are usually not good people. And I was like, what? Where did you hear that? He goes, it's true. Like, because his version of reality is mostly based on these YouTube videos he's watching. Right. He's not around, like, he's not around, when he is around people that are rich, he doesn't know it. Right. You know what I mean? When he's around people that are poor, he doesn't know it. He's, I mean, there's a he's lot around of rich my friends people you would never know. Absolutely. And here's the thing. When you get rich, you're just a, it, I believe this with everything I have. I believe that when you get rich, when you become, when you get status, when you get famous, whatever, it amplifies whatever you are. Oh yeah. So if you're already a dick, if you're a dick, when you get money, you're gonna right. be a big old yeah, dick. Yeah, absolutely. But if you're a really great, generous person, really nice person, you're gonna be more generous, more nice. Same thing with whatever. You know right, what I mean? Yep. 
And uh, I was just trying to explain this to him, and he just didn't get it because he had been educated by these videos. He had just seen these videos, and I've banned him from watching Which it now. Is somebody else's opinion. Right. It's just somebody else's opinion. And right. I, are there rich people that are dicks? Yes. Yes. So many. Of course there are. There's also some broke motherfuckers who are dicks. But how many... How, how many of us have had a broke person be a dick to so us? So many. Everybody in this room, right? right. Oh, yeah. I've been robbed by broke people. Yeah. Okay? I've A bunch of times. I've had ro broke people steal stuff out of my car because they're broke. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I don't know any rich people that rob. It's rare. They can be dicks, but they don't usually rob. Not in the right. traditional sense because it, it'd be stupid for them to. But, but then they robbing from somebody who ain't got much. You know? You know what I mean? You, what you mean? The, the, the poor people that rob? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times because they're not around rich people yeah, to rob them. Right. Right. You know, most of the time they're just going, they're, so they they're just, just thinking about themselves. So they're just stealing from people who ain't got shit. So, but if you were to take that person who was poor and robbing people and give them money, they'd still be a dick probably, right. oh, yeah. you know, because they just have that mentality of I'm going to get mine. I don't care about nobody else. I'm going to get mine. It's yeah. just, and a lot of rich, there are a lot of rich people that have that mentality too, but it just sure. goes to show you that that mentality supersedes who has money. Right. Both people who are rich and who are poor can be dicks, you know, so I just, I don't want my son believing that. So I've, I don't let him watch that YouTube channel anymore. Yeah. You know, and we actually perceive rich people in the wrong way, too. We think rich is just money. Right. But, you know, I had an old boss, and this girl that worked for us, she would always call him rich. He made like $110,000 a year. It's good money. Yeah, it ain't rich, though. He's like, I'm not rich. I'm That's not, not rich. rich. She's like, oh, you're rich. He said, let me ask you a question. He said, do you have a husband? She said, yeah. He said, do you have kids? She said, yeah. He said, you're rich. He had testicular cancer. He can never have kids again. Yeah. He's a single guy, yeah. making one hundred ten thousand dollars a year. He's got good money, but yeah. he'll he's never missing. have that life that you have. Right. So you're actually the rich one, not him. Just because yeah. wow. he has that money, he's not that, rich. Yeah. For all That's of our perspective, huh? Yeah, I mean, we we just think rich is is money, but it's really not. Rich is the way you live your life, like what right, kind of sure. life you have. You quality have. of your life, yeah, exactly. Big big part of it, exactly. For sure. For sure. There's always somebody who, who, who's got it worse than you. And a lot of times, all right, so I don't believe money can buy happiness. I do believe that it mm. can affect happiness, though. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. That being said, though, there's a lot of other <clears throat> factors that come into it as well. Because um, I've been broken, unhappy. I've been, I've never been rich. But I've had a little bit of money, and I've been happier with a little bit of money. I ain't going to lie. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of problems that money can fix. And and but but those little limiting beliefs in your head, like when you see the dude in the Lambo and call him a douche, or like believing that rich people are evil, or like being overly proud. Now I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being proud of what you do for a living. Like if you work with your hands, there's nothing wrong with being proud of what you do. Right. But when you take it to that level of where you you kind of start noticing it hold you back, that can be a problem right. or is a problem because a lot of times. If you're going to get to that next level in life where you're really making money, you're not going to be able to work with your hands anymore. You just True. can't. Yeah. You, you got to be able to you, you, use a pencil. Right. You got to be able to you got to be able to delegate. You got to be able to lead. You got to be able to like find other people that work with their hands to work for you and 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 inspire them and help them, you know, reach their potential. And you're not going to do that by swinging a hammer for 12 hours a day. You're just not going to do it. No. You know. So, I mean, and the, the funny thing is, I honestly like work. I, I forgot that I like I haven't done it so long, but I've been doing some little projects around the house. I'm like, man, I really kind of miss doing this. You know, I, I miss. Yeah. Well, it's manly shit. Right? Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's not as, it's a different kind of stress. So if you're like, it's more monotonous, you're like, gosh, dang, I don't want to do this again today. After you do it long enough. But then if you haven't done it in a while, you're like, man, I look forward to like just getting to, to measure and cut 
and build something with my hands. I don't have to think about finances. I don't have to think about employees. I don't have to think about I can just sit here and do this thing. Right. And and that's nice, honestly. I enjoy that. So and I, I don't know. I think that I think there's a lot of people that don't realize they're haters and are or don't realize that their own brain most of the time it's your own mind that holds you back. It's your own brain, your own fear, your own insecurities and your own limiting beliefs and I I believe that's what holds most people back and I honestly I'm not and again I don't know the fuck I'm talking about. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like yeah. no, like don't listen to me because I'm not a millionaire. It's all based on your personal experience. You know, I'm not right? sitting here Everything with 100 million dollars in the bank and I'm not driving a Lambo, but I'm just telling you what people that I know that have made money have said to me. You know, that's all, right. all I'm doing. I'm I'm still out here trying to chase my bag, so Same. you know. Yeah, so, I just try to, I try to listen to what a rich man got to say. Right. I mean, he didn't he didn't get there by accident. Right. And a, I, it's so funny. I hear people online man and and people that are millionaires will like try to talk about how they did it and people are like you don't and they're talking and it's like dude shut the fuck up you, know, you don't know shit you, you like you clearly what you're you working mean? a nine to five for minimum wage you don't know anything right like you need to be quiet and listen just yeah. shut up and listen myself included man honestly there's times that i'll be like hanging out with people more successful than me and i'll catch myself talking i'm like and i'll tell myself like dude shut the fuck up yeah like shut up like you don't know anything. Like, time to listen, bro. Like there's a time to shut your mouth and just yeah. listen, and take just take some information in that may or may not improve your life. If it doesn't, I, I've got off topic just a little bit. I've caught my I catch myself all the time now about to leave comments on videos. Sometimes not even negative. Yeah, and I'm just like, hmm, is my opinion in the comment section of this video going to build any value? All give anybody the fucking anything? time. And I'm like, I've typed it out and deleted it. Yeah, several. several because you think about it, you're like, does this actually? Do they even give a shit what I have to think? No. Is it relevant? Nope. Nope. They shouldn't. Fuck them. So I'm just like, nah. Exactly. Nah. Just, just be quiet. I yeah. do. I do it all the time. I'll type something out, being funny, being. Yeah. And it's like, did I? Is this actually? add anything to this conversation no no i'm gonna shut up yeah i'm gonna shut up and then i hear people that are more successful than me say things i disagree with and i've started to like type something i was like hold on who's more like who is more qualified to this opinion they are i'm gonna shut up like i'm gonna be honest with you andrew tate being a prime example i don't like the guy i'm gonna be honest yeah oh that dude's a fucking He's a fucking. He's a guy. He's a G. He's a guy. He's a guy. Okay. He's a G. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. But he has a. You know. He's a multimillionaire, and he has leveraged social media to make even more money. Was he a do I agree with that? He was a millionaire before that. How? Uh, he do? got. He made his money originally from cam girls managing Who? cam girls. What's that? Girls that like go on camera and masturbate or have sex or whatever, and then oh, like webcam girls. Yeah, webcam yeah. girls. Okay. Yeah, strip club on camera. Yeah, essentially what it is. I got you. And do little shows, and he I mean, he managed a bunch of them and made millions. Nice, good for him. And then he made a bunch of money from fighting too. He, I mean, he claims he made a hundred thousand. Yeah, he's had like eighty some kickboxing matches. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a he was a professional kickboxer in Europe for a long time. That's oh, actually wow. how he got started. I don't know any of this. Um, and as a person, like, would I hang out with the guy? No. He gives off douchey vibes. He does, and but the thing about it is, he also says a lot of things. And I'm kind of, kind of, he's kind of right. 
Right. He's making a lot of sense. Maybe, like, uh, maybe he would not be that bad to hang out with. He might not probably be. Probably just like hanging out with me and but, you. Uh, and a lo- but a lot says, of the things he says, like, I'm like, I agree with that 100%. He just says what he feels. It's yeah. the only thing. And like, right. just because you don't necessarily agree with what he feels. Yeah. It's not always wrong. Right. You know, like, one thing is, uh, like, his rule for dating him and girls is if you're going to be his girlfriend— he can have sex and do whatever he wants, and you don't even you can't go to the club, you can't talk to other guys, anything. You're 100 percent his, and he can do whatever he wants. Um, here's the thing, though: most people that make like more than half a million dollars a year, that's the rule for dating them. Right? Yeah. Most they famous dudes. Already. Most famous dudes are cheating. Yep. He's at least honest enough to say it out loud right. and be honest and say, "Hey, here's the deal: if you're with me, I'm gonna hook up with other girls. If you don't like that, you need to move on." Right. I guarantee you, Usher's wife. Usher's banging other chicks. Oh yeah, every day. Absolutely. I guarantee you, Kobe Bryant was banging other chicks. Oh, that was that was uh that was that was a definite. <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah. I guarantee you. I mean, it That's came what the out. Tattoo was for right? Right. right. I guarantee you, these famous athletes and whatever they're banging other girls. Like at least he's open and honest about it. At least he comes out and says, "I don't like the guy necessarily," but he's just like. Here's the deal. This Maybe is the you rules like for dating more than me. You think you do. And then he said that other thing about like can't fight is fine, but won't fight is a problem. And I'm like, God, I agree with that. So fact, he's got this one famous quote where he says, "Can't fight is fine, won't fight is a problem." If I come out from the toilet and I see somebody stole on my homeboy, I'm not gonna ask what happened. I'm right. not gonna ask what no. he did. And that's my rule too. I've said that on this podcast <clears throat> no. before. Like. We can talk about who was in the wrong in the car ride home. Yeah. Right. But yeah. once you've been hit, we are fighting. Right. We handle business Us, first. We are fighting. 1,000. It's like, man, I don't like this guy. But, Damn it, I but, like this guy. And then he'll say something about making money, and I'm like, you know, it's like, dude, homie's got like 20 supercars. He knows more about making money than me. He is better than me at business. He is better than me at making money. Let's not pretend we're on the same level. Right. Oh. You know what I mean? Like I was listening my to opinion day. doesn't matter. He, he the only reason I think you think he sounds douchey when he says it is the way he says it. Yeah, it's like his mouth if he, and his facial expression. If he didn't look the way he looked and sound the way he sounds, I know. He would be like on this fucking he'd show. He'd be one just of us. It. Yeah. yeah. He'd be one of the homies from back in the day. Right. But it's just the way he, he has looks. A, he, the motherfucker looks but you like know what? the, I the think Smashing he, Pumpkins fucking lead singer. I think he's doing it on purpose. Oh, I'm sure. I think he's doing it because he knows that being kind of the villain, the bad guy, being sort of unlikable, that's, that is the algorithm. Like the algorithm is starting controversy. It's working. Like... That's how people get famous. How do you think Donald Trump got elected president? Right. He went to the yep. president. Uh, he went to the debates and was like, "You look like a pig. You're fat. Ryan Paul is ugly." And, and the whole crowd was like, "Holy shit, we can do that!" Like, yeah. like the crowd is like, "Hold up!" Like oh, everybody yeah. else is like, "I'm running for the Republican nomination, and I like education." And everybody's just, and then Donald Trump is just like, "You look like a like a garden gnome," and everybody's like, "Whoa." And it made everybody tune in. A lot of people hated the guy, oh, but yeah. he understood the algorithm. He understood, yeah. like, okay, how do I really get people looking and engaged? Because here's the thing. More people watch the Super Bowl than vote for president. Oh, well, yep. yeah. People don't care. That's the problem with politics was people didn't care. And like him or hate him, him versus Joe Biden, more people showed up to vote for that election than any other election, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. I believe they did, though, because you had – People like you had so many people 
that cared. People were invested. I mean, people even you either came loved them or hated them. For that one, you know right, 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 right. <laughs> right. No, seriously, you had people that never voted in their life actually but, go out there and actually do it. And so, really, he did the country a favor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you can love him or hate him, but I do believe that people that had never voted before went out to vote against him or vote yeah. for him because he was so polarizing. Yeah. Polarization, and I'll be honest with you. Uh, one of, if I believe we would be bigger as a podcast if I were willing to be a little bit more polarizing and say things, but the problem is I don't want to I don't want to have to defend something I don't hundred percent believe. Right. Like if I don't hundred percent know that I'm right, I don't want to have to defend it. And the problem with me is is I don't hundred percent know that I'm right about anything. No, you're right. not. You know it's what I mean? Hundred percent. Only hundred percent that you know you're right about is that you're Jake Reeves and this is the man of podcast. Am I? Am I hundred <laughs> percent right about that? Yeah. I don't know. Like, and but the thing is, people don't follow people that aren't one hundred percent sure of themselves. Most most arguments are kind of subjective. Nobody's one hundred percent right. No. Like, there's good points on both sides, and so like I'll sit there and, and I'll say something, for instance, that uh, I one hundred percent believe. I'll give you a good example. All gun laws are an infringement on the Second Amendment. I believe that one hundred percent. Okay, but then somebody's like, "Yeah, but you know, if we got rid of all gun laws and they'll make a good point," I'm like, "Yeah, you're probably right." <laughs> so I'm not one hundred percent anymore. You know what I mean? Like, I still believe what I said, but I know you're right too. Yeah, you know, you make a good point. Like, I, I like, I still believe that all gun laws are infringement, though. But so if you just step off in it, you might be exactly. So I'll say something, and that's the thing about the podcast is, but it's got to be a good argument. You can't just be like, "Nope, you're a fucking idiot." Yeah. Yeah, but if you'll come up with some some solid points, shit, it's like yeah. pff, maybe <laughs> you know you got a point. Maybe because I'm a libertarian, right? I believe in personal freedom above everything, but I don't necessarily know that that's the most comfortable version of reality of right. politics. I don't like. I believe that probably somewhere in the middle is probably like in terms of the best economy, the best of everything. I don't know that the libertarian ideology is the best. In terms of like what's gonna get get everybody the most money, what's gonna like I still don't care, but like people are like, well, you know, this is the better way to do things, and maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe socialized healthcare is the way to go. I don't necessarily think so, but then people make points. It's like, nah, well. nothing isn't, nothing is, isn't, nothing isn't until it is. That's why I shot away from politics. Right. You know, yeah. I, I was supposed to run for state senate when I was twenty five. And uh, yeah, you were, yeah, and I, <laughs> then, I'll be honest with you. I think it was because I was too lazy and I didn't care enough. Is the reason I dropped out of the race. I'll tell you that is why. Um, but they wanted me to do these uh, campaign contribution reports. I had no idea when I accepted like running as a libertarian that I was going to have to do campaign contribution reports. Um, what that mean? I had to report any money that was given to me. Oh. But they didn't tell me where to go download the document, and nobody had given me any money. <laughs> so I'm like, report. I'm like, I have nothing to report. I haven't even started campaign. I haven't camp campaigned at all. I haven't reported. Like, I don't, I don't have any ca campaign contributions. I haven't right. done anything. Like, I anyway. And so uh, they were like, Hey, if you don't turn these reports in, we're drop, we're pulling you out of the race. And I'm like, I kind of hope you do. Like, I kind of <laughs> don't really want to do this that bad. Like at that right. time, I was 25. I was running a business. I had. Uh, actually, I think I, I called the guy and was like, "Hey, look, I, I'm gonna have to pull out. Like, I'm 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 in the building phases of building this gym. I'm about to get married. My my, you know, or maybe I just got. I think I just got married. My wife was pregnant, had a baby on the way. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't have the time to focus on this the way that I'm gonna have to. If y'all want me to do all these reports, like if y'all just want, if y'all want to help, if I had like a campaign manager and all I had to do was kind of go do some speeches, or that'd have been one thing. But 
I was having to do all the back end paperwork, and there's a lot to that. that Who even wants even, to do that though? Nobody, probably. Nobody. But they really, what but they were other people. I think had other people that were helping them do it, or they really, yeah. really wanted to do it, or or whatever. I don't, I don't know. That's what a campaign that. managers are for, though. Those are people who actually yeah, want to do. I that didn't have bullshit. a campaign manager because you know I had no contribution, no campaign contributions. So. Right. I don't know. You would you think know. they would have gave you that before it started. Yeah, but libertarian, the Libertarian Party in Mississippi is so small. I mean, yeah. the Libertarian Party everywhere is so small. It doesn't have the Republican Party pool. You know, in Mississippi, right. the Republican Party, they've got money. They've got resources. They've got things. They've got <laughs> ways to, like, run, and the Libertarian Party doesn't. And, you know, like, there's a lot of arguments between the Libertarian Party and the Republican Party that the Republican Party makes their point. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. It's a good point. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Really, I see how not you know, not having you know some government inter- interference with the economy to keep jobs from leaving the country. I could see how that might be a good thing. You know, that's a Republican ideology, libertarian ideology. The government should not be involved in in the private sector at all. You know, let the private sector do the private sector's thing. Right. And I can see both sides of that argument. You know, I can see where you know, I can see where open borders might could be a problem. You know what I mean? Like right. I. I just see both sides to it, you know? So it's really hard for me to come on the podcast and be as polarizing as you're transparent. I, mean, you see I should be because I just <clears throat> I see other sides to the argument, right. you know? I just... You're realistic. Yeah, I, I, see, mean, I, see how, I see how a feminine worldview can help balance a masculine worldview. As a man who believes in a masculine worldview, I also see the advantages of the feminine worldview, even in politics. Right. So... It's just being able to look look past all the bullshit, though, yeah, right? It's, but it's, I don't know. Everybody can't see past all the bullshit. Like me, kinda, I don't think I can see past a lot of bullshit. What do you mean? Sometimes. Like, d- d- depending on the, so I'm only set in one direction some way. That's what I was telling you earlier. Like, I wish I could be more, like, open-minded about shit. If I just get on something. I wish I could stop being so open-minded. God damn, man. I I, I really wish I could be more open-minded. I really wish I could stop. I wish we could trade. Do you, my life would just be so much simpler if I could get on here and just wholeheartedly believe that I was right about everything. So I don't actually have to believe I'm right. I'm just going to say it anyway. But to, for me to get on the podcast and make that a clip and make it go viral and for me to deal with the backlash of that com- comment, I want to believe what I'm saying. Fuck them people. Yeah, I don't. I don't but if they're right... So? It's it's just hard for me to it's yeah. see. Yeah, you, how can you sit maybe, there and feel good about yourself? No, if I don't believe that I'm a hundred percent right, maybe they're right, are, but it's gonna take you to the bank. Who gives a fuck if they're mm, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't have that. I don't have that mentality. Not that person. I don't have that mentality. See, okay, so what you should do then is you need to you should double down and become super polarizing in a in a very in a topic. Just pick it and then ride it out. That's what po- politicians do. That's how you get elected for, poli- for to, politi- to politics. That's how you build huge online followings. You know, like that's how you do that. And a lot of people are, I think, like me. And I'm I'm so open minded to these different ideas that, I like, think, I I, just, be- I don't believe that there's a, I don't believe that there's a right and a wrong answer to everything, to almost anything. You know, I think that there's, and I, I believe that in business too. Like something I, that I've been taught. Sometimes I just don't care, though. You know what I mean? If there's a right or a wrong answer. That's my problem. Yeah, but you, I you've got enough fucks to give be given sometimes. The, so well, then it's gonna be hard. Then, yeah. then if you don't care, I, mean, I can just choose. Like, like I just feel like I could choose. Like, like A, even if I think B could be just as good, right? 
But if I choose A, it's my choice. Yeah, I could argue it, but You're I wouldn't truly one. believe it. And then when I, I don't know that I could deal with like then you could change the country, later, right? Mm, yeah, people aren't gonna respect you then, though. Nah, maybe not. You got to double down. You got you. Yeah. You can't change. I mean, you can, but like, like I've got a lot it. of. I have a lot of opinions that I've changed my viewpoint on in the last year. Yeah. You know, like just in the last year, I've got a lot of things that I would have fought you over when I was twenty. Like what? Um, so my political beliefs. I mean, it's not that I've necessarily even oh, changed political, political <clears throat> religious, uh, everything. Like you're just a different person. You're just yeah, gro- I'm just growing. I've just grown, and I'm a different person. And then I, I get new information, and I change my viewpoint because yeah. I've I've received new information. And so I mean, actually, that's not a bad way to be. It's not, but man, it'd be way easier to come up with content to, to like create content and get big. If I could just niche down and just hundred percent, that's 100%. why you gotta create a character who's just like FTW. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't even want to. I don't want to be famous for something that I'm not hundred percent on board for. That character may not even be you. It's just well, your it's character, not the character you know? that I play online is not me. Right. But so. I. But it's that if that character becomes big, that character's more you than you are. Right. True. But like at. at certain points you got to learn not to care about that you know what i mean that's that's easy to say harder to do because i say that too but with the amount of like backlash that i've gotten online i have learned from that that like okay i do care more about what people think than i thought i did i don't i just don't it's hard for you you i'm telling you bro you can't you haven't gotten the backlash yet like create an account and then go get enough followers where you like have enough people attacking not just jokes, but the things that you say that you believe. And it, it's, it's and, well, here's the thing, okay? Here's what makes it hard. I don't really care either. The problem is when you check it, it creates an emotional response. And then when you have 100 comments coming in uh, a week or a day or whatever yeah. that are negative, that's 100 negative emotional experiences in a week. Yeah. And so if, it, if you let that thing ruin an hour of your day, which it usually will, it's going to rile you up for an hour. That's 100 hours a week of you having a negative emotional response. Do I really care what they think? I don't. But still reading that comment, having somebody call me stupid or ugly or, or saying deep down, saying it still sits in the back legs. of your mind and builds up and builds up. Yeah. Builds up. The more you it, hear even it. If you, even if you're able to let it go, it's still 30 minutes of right. me being your like, that mother- right. you know, that's some, you know, like, and so now I, and that's why like Mo this week was trying to get me to go and respond to negative comments on YouTube. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. He's like, why? That's good to engage the audience. I understand that it's good. I understand that the best thing for me to do to blow up would be for me to engage these negative comments. It's not good for my mental health. It's not good for me. I have to like separate myself and be like, all right, no, because like I've got to. I, I so I don't even read them. Like, but they still pop up, and I see them on my TikTok like notifications because I still. And that's why I was saying I'm probably going to delete the app and only be a content creator and just absorb no content at all. And then if you know if you if if people like comment, it'll be Mo or somebody else that's responding because it's just like I know that for me to reach the goals that I have, I have to let go of what I what other people think about me. But that's it's harder to do than I thought it was going to be because I got I developed thick skin, had a few videos blow up on TikTok, and I got some negative comments, and it got to where it wasn't bothering me. And now as we're getting more big comments, and and I'm going more in this podcast direction, um, they. They're just bothering me more. That's all ego or what? Uh, of course it's ego. 
I mean, but the thing about it is we all have ego. <clears throat> I mean, if you have a self-perception, that is your ego. Right. And when people attack that self-perception, which is may not actually be you, it's going to hurt. You know, it's going to it's it's going to sting a little bit. And I'm building my I'm building a my persona up for my online, you know, presence, like the person that I if I'm going to be big, this is the person <clears throat> that I want to be big and and when people attack that person, it's and the thing about it is when you're when your audience is big enough, you're going to have negative comments. What if that's not the person that blows up? What if the person that you didn't want to blow up is the one? Well, I'm only pr- I'm only putting one person online. That's it. Yeah, I'm only putting one. Well, my vlog my vlog persona my and my podcast persona are a little bit different. My vlog persona is honestly more of who I I don't know I'm I am both people. I'm just putting two different sides of who I am. The right. the podcast is like this person where I'm having this like intellectual conversation and we're talking about like different ideas and stuff. And when I'm on the vlog, I'm a, I'm more silly. You know, it's more just I'm playing and I'm I'm showing people how I, we have fun, you know. So, but with that being said, our vlog content doesn't get the reach that this content does. Really? So, I don't think, yeah. I mean, I think our overall, I think last month we had like 63,000 people watch our content. But it was, you know, a lot of that shorts. A lot of that's, you yeah. know, and that's that's growing, you know. We're... <clears throat> Nice. So 250 million right. views on YouTube. That's good. Yeah, that's good real job, good. Dude. That's good. Yeah. Good job, dude. You can give him a high five, too. He had something to do with it, you know. Yeah, I was here. 250 million views. I was here. I was it's here. a grind, though. You know, it's 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 definitely a grind. And, and I've outsourced a lot of it, like a lot of the editing and, and Mo does a lot of the, most of the shooting, almost all the shooting. Um, but it's still, I'm putting a lot of money into it, and it takes a lot of my mental energy, um, which is a real thing. I don't yeah. know, people don't really realize that if you don't have something that takes away mental energy, it takes mental energy just because I, I go back and I watch it. And I'm like the past two episodes of the vlog, I don't think have been good at all. What are they about? One was the haunted hayride, but they didn't, the nightmare on the farm we did last week, but they didn't get all the footage. They didn't get the footage of the actual hayride. Really? Yeah, so I was it, wondering. I've seen it. It was, yeah. What happened? They just didn't get it. And so now they've got it. And I guess we're going to do like a part two. Okay. And, but I was very unhappy with that. The weekend before that was about my trips to Scottsdale. But most of the time I was there, I was in classrooms. And then when I got up on the mountain, the camera camera couldn't pick up. It, it got to where the camera wasn't getting – it was so bright. The sand from the desert was so bright against the morning sun that it was blinding the camera. Wow. My phone camera, though, you could see. So I recorded the rest of the climb on my phone. And I forgot to send the footage from my phone put it in the Dropbox in time. So that that video also I wasn't happy with, but that was my fault, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just it's a mental energy thing. It's but it's it's fun. I I just hope that I can get to a point where, um, essentially the reason there's a few different reasons why I'm doing it, but you know the podcast has always been my dream, and honestly I think this is where I'm gonna like double down and really start putting more of my effort and energy and money because I think because of the fact. I don't think that like just having fun blog content is going to get good unless we start having some more money to put into it. And then um, with my with me being so kind of open-minded to other ideas and not really knowing that I believe everything, um, that can make good content on a podcast format because I, I mean, can bring people in. To argue with you? Yeah, well, not even necessarily to argue, just to talk. Like Joe Rogan did to get his podcast going. That's what Joe Rogan did. Joe Rogan, what made him big was – he was just super open-minded, yeah. and he was just he would bring anybody on and listen to him, and just let him talk and maybe challenge him a little bit. But he would bring people on that maybe didn't he didn't agree with their ideology, 
And then, but him doing that, it it changed his ideology. Like right. now he's a different person than he was from that. And so now he's he understands more. Okay, these are the concepts that winners consistently bring. This is the ideology that people that win consistently have. And this is you know what I mean. So he's kind of. It seems like his persona has changed through the building of his podcast. So anyway, I'm, I, I think that the podcast is definitely. Uh, is definitely, I think this is a good outlet for the type of content that I like doing and yeah. that we like doing. And I think it's grown good. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely grown for sure. It's definitely gotten a lot a lot more people, and and the shorts I think are the reason why, because you're not gonna yeah, have that many people in the beginning. Listen to an hour, hour hour and a half long podcast. Matter of fact, how long we how, okay minutes. we're about done now. Um, but you are going to have a lot of people that are going to watch. And, like, I started – the reason I started doing these clips is because I started realizing, like, all right, everybody knows the Joe Rogan podcast. We, that's what we were just talking about, right? Yeah. How many full-length Joe Rogan podcasts have y'all listened to? A few. Yeah, probably Over the two. course of One days. Over the course of days okay. and days. Yeah. yeah. Like, and you started it and finished it. How many episodes do you think? 20? Okay, out of how many? Shit, a lot. 1,000? 500? But it depends on who's on there. I've, and what I've probably, from start to finish, listened to a whole episode three times. Really? I have listened to his episodes actually on Spotify probably 20 times not and not finished them. Um, but do you know how many short clips I've watched? Thousands. Thousands right. and thousands. Yeah. I know way more about what Joe Rogan does on his podcast from the, shorts clip, the yeah. short clips I've watched. And I have from actually listening to the full podcast. Right. Same thing with Theo Vaughn. I actually don't like Theo Vaughn's podcast. Really? Not really. I think it is fucking But his great. shorts are hilarious. God, I love yeah. his podcast. You know, like, I, I listen to his podcast. I'm like, this is literally a podcast about nothing. I can't stand it. You're talking about this past weekend? Yeah. I love it. But when I listen to... Once again, it depends on who's on it, though. But I ha right, and I haven't, I haven't listened in a long time. But when I w watch his shorts, I'm like, this is the funniest dude on the planet. Oh, yeah. And I truly honestly think Theo Vaughn might be the funniest dude on the planet. I am inclined to agree because sometimes I just wonder if he even knows what the fuck he's saying. I don't know. But his I think he does. I think he's honestly probably A super highly intelligent. Genius, huh? Yeah, because the way his wordsmith ability, his ability to like describe things differently and talk about things differently and 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 he just seems like he does it on the fly. Oh, yeah. Just right. I mean, I've never met anybody that can do that the way he does, ever. And I've met some funny dudes. I think you're a funny dude. Right. But I've never met anybody that like can just. Theo, I mean, no, he Theo. puts out podcast content to me that is on par with his stand-up. Yeah. And his stand-up oh, yeah. is the funniest yeah, stand-up stand to me. really good. Like, his stand-up is hilarious. But that's just, like, most people that are doing stand-up, they're spending a lot of time on that content. And that's a totally different person. Like, when you listen to Tom Segura. And Burt Kreischer, for instance, and you listen to them on podcasts, they don't, they're not as funny to me on the podcast no. as they're on their stand-up. Like, Tom Segura is one of the funniest stand-up comedians on the planet to me. True. I love Tom Segura's uh, stand-up. I don't think he's super funny on his podcast. I think his podcast is good. He's more the chill one on the podcast. Yeah. Burt's, and his, his stand-up is chill, too, though. Top. Yeah, his stand-up is chill, too, though. Like, Tom yeah, Segura's stand-up isn't but really he's over the more, top. He's so, uh, what's the word? Give me the word, because I'm blanking out. I don't know. I don't know the word. I don't know what you're thinking. Think about it, and we'll Tom, come back to it. Tom, he's just yeah, not sarcastic, really. I mean, he is, he is sarcastic, of, but but dry almost. Dry. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, that's his personality. So right. 
if you're just having a conversation with a dry motherfucker, I mean, it's kind of how he's going to come off, right? Yeah, I don't know. His pot, his, his stand-up is dry, but it is It's funny, though, but, so but when funny. he's just having a conversation. Like, I like Tom Segura's stand-up significantly more than I like Burt Kreischer's stand-up. Really? I, I'm not a huge Burt, Burt Kreischer fan. I love him, but I'm I'm slowly pulling away from him, honestly. Just because you're getting tired of it or what? Well, I went and seen him live, and it was good, but I don't know, man. He just seems like a dick. Well, most comedians are. God damn. Yeah, that's what they're supposed to be. I, yeah. I no, I just... I really liked him, and the the more famous he gets, the more I just think he gets dickier. Possibly, I don't know. I I never really liked him that much, and so um, I'm trying to still like him because I really, really, I like had the huge man crush on Bert. You know, he's just yeah. old, fat, hairy, funny dude. Yeah, party animal, and then so I've just slowly just been kind of like, uh, I don't know why. Like yeah. just something in me. Like maybe I'm changing. Maybe like what changing. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that happens. So it's like, but Theo, I've been really riding with dude. Theo, dude. I remember when I really got into Theo was when we he sat next to us at uh, the Beau Rivage in Biloxi, and nobody knew who he was at the table but me. And I'm like, you guys don't know who Theo Vaughn is? Because this was right before he blew up. This was right before he went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he really became huge. Yeah. Mo was there. Right, you were there, Mo, right? And um, I was like, none of y'all know who Theo Vaughn is? I said, all right, guys, we're going to listen to Theo Vaughn stand up on the way home. And I remember. I, uh-uh, I didn't. Um, Richie Why? I just don't know, really know how to approach really famous people in those situations. Without it wasn't kinda, really famous at the time, right? He was famous enough for me to not feel weird about. You should just walk him, but like the yeah, yo, I was. I'm it's, a huge fan, it's hard man. for me to do that. Like I'm just, I don't, I, I don't want to interact with famous people as a fan. I have a thing about it. Yeah, but see, when I interact with famous people, I don't do. Well, I don't interact with famous people, but I try to interact with them as a professional. Well, if you've got a way to do that, you know what I'm saying. But I didn't have a way yeah, to do that. Be, like I was just, and I, I was just there. To be professional. I didn't have a podcast. Like, if, but if you go before up to the them podcast, you, yeah, this is before we had the podcast. Well, how long ago was this? I don't know. It was several years ago. It was, it was before Theo Vaughn got big. Fuck, I don't know. It, it was how right long before Theo. Yeah, probably three years ago. Um. <clears throat> so. When I'm interacting with famous people, I just have this thing about coming up. Hey, man, I'm a huge fan. Can I take a picture with you? Can I have your autograph? Whatever. I just don't like doing that. Like, if I I want to interact with people that are famous because I want, but like, I think it's my ego. You know, like Probably. I don't view myself as that much different than them, and I know that right. that's arrogant, but I don't. Like, I don't view them as really being better than me. I, I, I view mean, like I view people. myself as a famous person that hasn't been discovered yet. <laughs> so like, I don't want to do like unless I have something to offer them. I don't want to just be another fan that's wasting their time and asking and taking up their time. Man, without and, fucking fans wasting their time, they don't have anything. Yeah, but you know, you can imagine how old that would get. You know, people Man. just all the time. I, it sounds great to us. Like I, I would I, love, I, fan, agree I love, I love when people come up to me and tell me, up. "Oh, let me get your autograph." Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I love it when people come up to me like, "Hey, man!" But I like for it to be done in passing. You know what I mean? Right. Like, like I don't want to sit and have a thirty minute conversation with you if I don't know you. But I mm. love it when people come. Hey, hey, man! I'm a big fan of the show. You know, hey, man! I listen to the podcast. Just letting you know, I love it. It's awesome. Keep it up. I love that kind of stuff. Right? You know, and and nobody asks for my autograph yet. So yeah, uh, you know when that happens. Oh, really? Yeah, Not one person. Oh, I mean, it's happened before. I'll get it, I'll get it from you later. It's, bro. It's, I, I've but but mostly <laughs> through fighting more so than the podcast. So. Um, anyway, let's wrap it up, guys. Uh, I appreciate everybody tuning in to this week's episode of the Man Up Podcast, episode 94. We are closing in on 100 episodes. We should do something really spectacular for our 100th episode. We should take it somewhere. I want to okay. take it somewhere. Take it on the road. That'd be a lot, moving all this equipment. But 
Um, let's get a right van. I mean, a, a van. God. All right, we're going to end it on yeah. that note, guys. Thank you guys <laughs> you know so I mean. much for tuning into the Mana Podcast. We'll see you all in the next episode, episode 95, Wednesday. Peace. I hey, appreciate y'all.